Mi Manda Niganin podcast. Mi Gwech Bazindamek. Ani Bojo Kinwea, Mishkiki Nibugokwe, Danishnabe knows when Awen, Kerry Dishnakonago, Ganabajing Donjaba, Makwan Dodem, Nishabe Kwe and Dow. Welcome everybody to the Niganin podcast. I'm joined by a special guest today, and I'll get him to introduce himself. And I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about today. Ani, Elvin Pongwish Dushnikas, Wikwem Kong Donjaba. Gigwishmego, Nangomampi, Wibin Nangidonia, Wibiken Bochia. Minusnango, Honin Kiami, Nika Bochitame, Kerrige. Now, I'll get them carry. Ah, me question. Um, so I, I'm a language learner, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's why uh, I haven't had a chance to meet you yet. I haven't had a chance to come and visit you. So that's why I'm pleased that you're joining us today to share share uh, wow. some of that gift. Yeah, exactly. Right. Some of that piece of um, of who we are, that connection, and then also some of the work you're doing up at the Friendship Center in Elliott Lake. Yeah. Yeah. So, how did we connect with you? Are you? Um, how did we come to um, to this point? Get your assistance uh, uh, <laughs> during well, the week. My curiosity got the best of me. Um, I was going to uh, the drugstore up here in uh, Elliott Lake to pick up, and I saw the sign that had native lettering on it. It was behind trees, and it was behind a tree, and I went to go check out what the full name was, and it was uh, Nigline. So the door was closed, and well, next time I'll come by when there's a sign or anything. And... Uh, that's how I got to uh, connect with uh, the guys here was just my curiosity of what the sign was up for. Then I found out it was going to be a native center. So, oh, yeah, okay, fine. That's great. That's how I uh, got hooked up over here. That was a lot. Right. I think uh, last winter or something. Okay, yeah. so quite a while ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, in in the scheme of how long uh, the friendship center has been up and running, not not in fifteenth, <laughs> yeah, 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 before the grand opening, yeah. So that's how I came came upon stumbling to this place, <laughs> right? And so, when you say here or uh, where, when you were, your curiosity was sparked. Mm-hmm. That's an Elliot Lake, mm-hmm. right? yeah, Elliot Lake. So, yeah. Yeah, so for listeners who might not know where Elliott Lake is, it's between Sudbury and Sault Ste. Marie, um, north of my hometown, Ganabjing, which is on the lake. Um, yeah. And what's the Friendship Center called? Because... Uh, Njamanjing? Like, Njamanjing hey. or something like that? I can't really figure out the last point like of the... Because it's a different dialect. Whoever wrote that down, we would say it's a meeting place in Njamanjirot. And the or whatever. I can't really. Uh, it's a different dialect all across the, the North Shore and you know Ontario. I don't question it. I just I know it's a meeting place. That's 
That, right. That's what I get from the word. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I know in the past, sometimes I've been, or I've heard a lot about dialects, mm-hmm. and it's really important to be aware of the distinctions mm-hmm. and that your home place has its own yeah. thing. Um, but as I get older, um, and learning from language speakers or being able to, you know, spend some time with them, that as long as the meaning is understood, mm-hmm. that, uh, that, like, that's more important than, for me, in my mind, restricting myself to only learning, like, my home dialect mm-hmm. versus learning where I can just because there's so few speakers these days. Yes, you, you can pretty well pinpoint where the person's from through their dialect if they're speaking the language. It's like I can understand pinpoint a person from Sagamook when they start speaking the language. I can pinpoint that the person I know is coming from uh, Chiking when they start speaking the language. I can understand people from Curve Lake because they have kind of like a rhythm sound to their language. And that goes the same to uh, Chimnissing, Christian Island. So there's a different sound, but it's all native language. That's the good thing. As long as you get the root word, you're connected. Right. And then what about, um, have you had a chance to spend time with language speakers across the border? Like Minnesota or? Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have Michigan. Uh, I've come across a few. I used to live up in Sault Ste. Marie back in the 90s. And and, uh, I used to play hockey in a league up in Sioux, Michigan. And uh, there was a few Native people there, you know. There's a few Canadians there, too, that uh, come across playing hockey. Hockey is such a good connector for, like, you can tell by the little NHL, every year people go there. And it's multi-generational. Hockey is a good heartbeat for the Native community. You know, it's just, and maybe they should even put more language into that hockey, you know, and uh, kind of like connect the people there too. And there, that would be really interesting because of the dialects, right from Southern Ontario to Northern Ontario, Northwestern Ontario. Have a little powwow or something and just have a little language powwow there while they're playing. Yeah, I was thinking of, um, I think it was an NHL game a few years ago. I feel like this was either pre COVID or early, probably pre COVID, um, where out west there were some, I believe they were Cree mm-hmm. gentlemen were commentating like an NHL mm-hmm. game. Yeah, so that's what I was picturing when you're talking about more language at the at the little NHL. Absolutely. Is like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. You know, to- you're not the only one that thought about that before. Um, I have a cousin, and he I call him the Don Cherry of hockey, native hockey. <laughs> he would be perfect for a commentator because he's right into hockey, right from the little tykes right to the NHL. He's um, hockey flows in his blood. <laughs> He'd be a good one. Yeah, um, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I would tune in for sure. <laughs> yeah. I know you are. You also spend time each week at the Friendship Center here. Mm-hmm. Um, when did that start, or how is that going? Uh, we started. 
I can't really remember. It was September, I believe, September or October. It was early October or late September. Um, started off with just two, you know, and then two became three and then four, you know. The most I've had is about seven or eight students in the past. But it fluctuates depending on the weather or, you know, if it's raining, hardly anybody shows up, you know, but, you know, as long as I have one person to uh, help, you know, help in their uh, desire to learn the language, I'll, I'm there, you know, and, uh, and as far as it's going, it's going really well. Mm, I have one, two, and that are pretty much always showing up, you know, they're always here. And I leave the learning to them when, when they show up. I just ask them, you know, what, at the beginning of the class, I ask them, what, what would you like to learn today? You know, what word do you want to learn? You know, I try to uh, make it as uh, student-friendly as possible because there's enough stresses in this world to uh, <laughs> give you a hard time. And the language, it's it's fun to learn. We're laughing all the time, even though it's, we're switching from native language to the English language. But, you know, we're finding a, a laugh here and there through the classes. And the only thing that I think that's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just there's not enough time to uh, absorb absorb all this learning that they're doing and uh, but it's fun that that's what i try to make it i try to make it fun and it's it's all based on what the students want to learn so that's how i conduct the class right yeah. i know i've been trying to make it up i'm like oh it's i, I think you're there thursdays yeah, right thursdays at one oh. thursdays at one oh there's a another hour they put in so they doubled my hours. Yay. <laughs> I have another awesome. class after five. I believe it's 530. It'll be our first class this week. It'll be 530 in the afternoon. It's for students that want to learn it. And if there's like adults out there that are working and then they, you know, give them a half hour from five o'clock to 530 to pick up a sandwich or a coffee and uh, Sit and chat for an hour after that. You know, right. And is that both on Thursdays? Thursdays, yes. Thursdays, Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. and at 5.30. So it's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. I, I might be home. I might be home by Thursday. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm traveling, but I, I do want to try to get up there. Uh, Door is open. Yep. Be good. <laughs> <Come> on in. <laughs> so when you mentioned about um, trying to make it fun and that it, you're, you're trying to make it less stressful, um, if I was coming as a first timer, what would I? What can I expect? Oh, I, I know. Usually for me, the first time I go somewhere, I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, like I don't know anything, right? Yeah. Well. First, you'll be welcomed. Being again, come on in. 
Bonjour, hello, or Ani, you know. It all depends, on, you know, on the student. Doors open all the time, and uh, it doesn't matter what level of language you you have. We'll just try and uh, help you increase it. You know, it could be just like be just a one word that will that you could retain that one day. If you do that every day, that's 365 words that you know in the language. And that's our problem, I think, with the language. There's not enough resources out there to put it out like every day. You know, I would be more than happy to maybe even do a podcast like this and, you know, the word of the day or something. Well, they do that on the radio station. Yeah. More resources so the, we have, and better it is, I think. Right. They have a word of the day, uh, an Ojibwe word of the day? Yeah, it's on that, um, yes, but no, yeah, the Lake Station, they do have Okay. about four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, nice. I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> um, it's, you know, you, 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 just you're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. I'm glad they do that. Yeah. Um all all exposure is good yeah. or all the the more you hear it, yeah. right? What I do for myself is on my phone I have uh oh you can't see it, sorry. Well I don't know our listeners online definitely can't see it, but I on my screensaver when I tap my phone to check out what time it is, I also have my own word of the day mm-hmm. and right now it's Mushquok Ninja Watch. I don't know, know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, you can help me out. Perfectly. Muskok Ninjioch. Ninji. Ninji is. Ninji, our uh, fingers or your hand. Yeah. Muskok Ninji watch. Frozen hand or cold hand. Yes. My hands are freezing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time of year to try. I try to practice that yeah. right That's now. That's good. That's all you have to do. One word a day. Yeah. I was really fortunate to take part in some language learning um, and it definitely helps when you're able to spend time with other folks who, you know, are really patient and giving. Our teachers are so generous and kind. Um, But on my side, I feel like I really have to step up, you know, the effort. Uh, so I appreciate when there's when there's things happening like what the work you're doing at with the Friendship Center for anybody, right? Any community members or people that come out or that want to come out or learn or are curious that that you have that space and that time for them. Yeah, it's yeah. Everybody's welcome. Whoever wants to learn the language, we're we are here to help you with your uh, you know language learning. That's, that's what. That's what I'm here for. Back in the 90s, I was going, okay, I'm, I was thinking forward. Eh? What should I, what do I want to do when I retire from work? And um, then I came across, I was going to school up in Sioux College, and I was, uh, I came across a language course, instructor's course up in Thunder Bay. I said, well, that sounds interesting. I could probably do that. I already speak the language. And uh, so that's what I did. I did that up there. And I, I taught at the high school up there, high schools, for one year. And uh, it was just, uh, 
was an eye-opening for me too back then. And, and the politics happened to kick in, you know, and I just kind of backed away from it. And I backed away from it because I felt like I, they used me to allocate funds. That's what, that's what really got me uh, turned off teaching up there in Sault Ste. Marie because uh, because of that issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I so I just got out of it. Find new work. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you here. Oh, I know. <laughs> I I've heard too that. Um, or not only heard it, but I'm a, I'm aware that um, a good language teacher is is like is precious because not everyone who speaks the language can teach it um, well or you know like there's a method to how things go or how people learn too right just like horse riding not every good rider is a good horse mm-hmm. trainer or, or lesson person. Um, so when you have those special folks that have that patience and the willingness to share and that it's uh, and some of the tools to to help learners, then that's it's like all the th- stars are aligning. And, and <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, when it comes together, it, it is a good thing. And, uh, I. I I was very lucky to retain my language when I was working down south because I had family down there, and most of the people I hung around with after work, like hockey players and whatnot, most of them were from Wiki, Wikwakong, <laughs> West Bay and Sucker Creek, Birch Island, and we all kind of like associated, and there was lots of language in the in, in the team too, and. Uh, so that kept it, it was good for me to retain that. And I had family down there, I had family gatherings on, you know, we uh, we spoke the language down there. So that was a, a good way of retaining it. And being a truck driver, you're on the road quite a bit by yourself. And uh, it's just the way I don't think in English. I think in my language, so... That's how I retained it. Yeah. Instead of saying a seagull, I say Yorkshire. <laughs> you know, just automatically. It's, it's the native language that kicks in when I'm thinking. Right. So is this the first language you learned? Yes. Um, yeah. So just for our listeners, um, someone we would say is a first language speaker. That's their language they were born with and the first language they learned as a baby. Mm. So maintaining that in this day and age is oh. it sometimes challenging. So, um, but I also know the island is the most has the most language uh, Manitoulin Island. I'm speaking mm-hmm. about has the yeah. most language speakers of Ojibwe or Anishinaabe. Um, yeah, and they they have quite a few in Sagamook too. And, uh, they they're up there too. Yeah, I really enjoy listening to to their dialect because. More of an older version. We are Odawa and Ojibwe put together, or the Wikilingo. And, uh, but when I hear Sagamuk people, I hear the old words and uh, just kind of like, it makes you feel good when you understand it. <laughs> yeah. Can you share a, a, a difference of a word 
of how you might say it, but how they might say it? Or in Sitemuk, no. wiki. Okay, in the wiki, you would say mujogan, which would be a scissors. And I. So when, how is it mujo? Mujogan. Mujogan. Yeah, scissors. Mujogan. And in the Christian island, I've come across uh, where they say to help me. They say we do question. We do question. We do question. Yeah. In Wiki, you would say not motion. Not motion. Yeah. It's the same meaning, but two different words, two different dialects. Right. Yeah. So that's a couple of examples. Yeah. I I know not motion. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But I'm closer to Wiki, so. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying uh, another mission is help me. And in Christian Island, it would be not mission, would be help me. And Wiki, with a question, would be play. Let's play. Let's play ball or something. From, okay. Yeah, let's play. Yeah. So, to put the, cool. Probably a few other words too that sometimes you just go, honey, yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Onion. <laughs> yeah, so. And they explain the word to you. So, okay, now we get it. Mm. Right. So, where, uh, if folks are interested in coming to hang out with you, where can they find information or. Oh, I um, believe the Negoning website has a little blurb, blurb there on Wednesdays or Tuesdays. And come and join us for a. Native language with me, Elvin Pangosh, at one p.m. on Thursday afternoons. Right, and and now five thirty. Yeah, now five thirty. Yeah, yeah. I know. I do see it on Insta. I um, I follow Nigani on Instagram, so I do see. Also, they the day of they remind me, which I love, even <laughs> though I'm often not home <laughs> or nearby. But I'm like, oh yeah, there's the yeah, there there's is, the yeah. flyer to go join you. Uh, any other uh, any other tips for for, for learners or yeah um, for the learners um, don't give up your dream of you know just one word a day will you know will help you out and there's all kinds of uh, resources online on YouTube there are language speakers on on there that you can uh, you know you can learn from them. Barbara Nolan's a great instructor, and she has barbaranolan.com. She has some videos on YouTube, and she explains the words and where they come from and what they're for and what's behind it. And uh, She does this a native immersion program for uh, native language speakers that are she, going to a new way of uh, teaching students now. It's called the immersion. I can't remember who's. Uh, but it's immersion. Nothing but the native language would be spoken. But that's too much pressure for me to teach somebody that way. And I just don't want to back anybody up to a corner. And I just come on out. And what word would you like to learn? And I'll help you, you know, which word you want to learn. Yeah. So that's that's how I kind of approach it and I don't don't want to put that extra stress on learning the language, you know. It's just we try to make it easy as possible. Go with the flow. 
that's my motto, go with the flow. Yeah, I think for um, immersion stuff, at least in my very limited experience, because I've been lucky enough to attend some, is I, I felt okay once I had a few tools in my bag or phrases I could rely yeah. on, like, you know. Um, so, yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to try going, just knowing myself wouldn't want to yeah. try going if I didn't feel yeah. a little bit ready. So it's, we need language teachers or spaces for, for all levels. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It has to be, has to be focused on the student. Uh, mm -hmm. their willingness to uh, not put stress on themselves, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what I'm signing yeah. up for, right? Yeah. There's a, there was a um, yeah. process of, yeah, an intake process. and First we got to crawl and, and then walk and then run. <laughs> yeah. That's the process, yeah. All right. Well, miigwech for spending some time with us here uh, on our podcast, and I look forward to seeing you. I'm hoping to make Thursday evening. That mm -hmm. sounds... Uh, more doable for my schedule. Um, but, you know, sometimes I'd like to come up for a late lunch too. So, mm -hmm. But definitely want to come and meet up with you and, and other language learners Thursdays at the Friendship Center in Elliott Lake. So, miigwech. Miigwech for... Miigwech for... Miigwech for... Miigwech for... Miigwech for... Miigwech Thank you very much for inviting me coming over today. You know, I'm very happy to uh, sit here and Spend time with you guys. All right. All right, miigwech to you too, Alvin. Mm -hmm. All right, bye, my pee friends. Bye, bye, pee, come, me, no.